0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Worst Course Children Next Wing podcast. I'm Isaiah Brody. I'm Elijah. Cool. And Dee's sleeping so Eli can't talk that loud. Uh, yeah. Luckily for Eli, I have a story this week. So I'll be doing a lot of talking. Um, someone on Facebook, Jacqueline, has been begging me to play oddball for a very, very long time. And I didn't want to play oddball. I didn't want to do it. And so eventually I just did it. I did it yesterday, uh, which was Thursday, February 4th. I did it yesterday. Um, And I played against uh, Mari, who is a uh, next-gen kind of regular. Um, I chose a list where i i I didn't want to play oddball because i uh for those of you don't know actually let me back up oddball's ability is after you fully execute a red maneuver or perform a red action if there's an enemy ship in your bullseye you may acquire lock on that ship it is in so many ships and it almost never gets played and this person on facebook has been begging me to play oddball for a very long time and i decided you know what fine i'm gonna do it and the first uh big you know red flag about oddball is that I won, which is <laughs> weird. <laughs> Cause one I don't usually win, two I don't usually win with oddball. Right? Um Yeah. No plus nobody plays oddball, so Right. Um Oddball's initiative five. It's almost like he's kind of, you know, the neglected like I don't really, you know... You, you, you don't want to put too much effort into trying to fly Oddball because it ends up just not being very good, right? And so, uh, you know, I decided I'm going to play Oddball. I chose that, like, if I was going to play Oddball, I was going to fly Oddball at the cheapest Oddball that I can find. So I looked at YasB and I found the cheapest Oddball I could find because I didn't want to invest too many points into Oddball, who has an ability that, you know, you kind of don't want to use... On purpose, per se, you kind of just want to have it happen and be like, oh, sweet, that's nice. I got a free target lock now. I decided, you know, let's fly the viewing. Uh, which can get pretty cheap. Oddball in the viewing is thirty-two points base. I decided to put Alpha Three B Besh on him. Alpha Three B Besh is the configuration upgrade. Uh, that is, um, it's an upgrade. You have to be in a Nimbus class viewing. It adds a bomb slot. And while you perform a, pr- a primary attack, you may spend your lock on the defender to change one of your blank results to a focus result, or uh, to, you may change one of your blank or focus results to a hit result. So it's basically in advanced optics, but it works on focuses, uh, you just have to spend your lock for it. So, I was like, what can I fit in 36 points? Turns out you can fit four of the new Jedi Generals in the ETA Actus. Which seems really good. They're I-4s, they've got two force. the only problem is they don't have any shields, so they're kind of fragile. I decided, you know, I haven't played X-Wing in a while, I'm gonna try and make this game worth it and do some good research for the podcast. Uh, so, I decided when the game started, I'm going to keep track of every decision I made. That sounds like a headache. It wasn't. It actually helped my head be clear more than normal. It sounds very weird when I say it that way, but I'll explain in depth in just a moment. Instead of, you know, keeping track of every decision tree, what I'm really doing is I'm keeping track that I am making an active decision. So... Things like setting your dials. Each dial, I'm keeping, I'm saying, you know, that's one decision that you make. You know? Uh, but in order to really understand what, what I'm trying to talk about here, let's, let's break down what a decision tree is. A decision tree is a diagram or chart that people use to determine a course of action or show how statistical probability, um, you know, plays out. Uh, each branch of a decision tree represents a possible decision outcome or reaction so picture a tree it's got a trunk it's it's almost like a fork in the road but with multiple you know outcomes um do you turn right do you turn left do you keep going straight do you 4k or do you one straight into a joust those are all decisions right and to simplify it for myself i decided uh That, you know, I would try, I would, I would count, you know, one, one, one setting, one dial is one decision. Uh, And so it actually, surprisingly, where I thought it was going to take a lot more headspace and it would make my, make one game feel like forever and burn me out. Instead, it actually made that game see quicker, easier, and more understandable. I couldn't understand why, because it was, you know, my hypothesis was completely wrong. It was the opposite of wrong. It was, you know, not only does it, uh, you know, make it extremely... uh, Not only does it make it extremely easier for me to, uh, you know, understand what's going on in the game, but it also, you know, made it easier for me to go, oh, okay, I can do this in an entire tournament, which is weird. So, I think one of the things behind this that really helped me, actually, and this was a big learning process for me, was that keeping track of every decision I made made sure I was staying in the moment. I wasn't thinking about future turns. That sounds like a bad thing when I say it that way, but when i'm staying in the moment when i'm just thinking about how this decision impacts me right now it can actually help free up brain space brain burr, burr, burr. brain spray. <laughs> brain like brain uh, it can help free up brain space so that you know i can spend it on something else later on it makes it, it, it it's like it's like a compression right it, it compresses my thoughts into just just focus on this one thing right now uh, and so that ended up really helping me um, when, you know, trying to make decisions uh, in, in, X, in in this game. Uh, I ended up playing a lot better than I normally do. Uh, and so, you know, the reason the reason why this is, and I want to talk about the, the benefits of it and the, the disadvantages of it, the reason why this is is because uh, when I'm just looking at a decision as a singular thing, you know, we discussed this, it's kind of compressing thoughts into one thing, staying in the moment, but also, you know, the, the downside of it is you're not thinking about next turn. You're not staying ahead of your opponent. But then again, that's not necessarily true. Is it? Cause I'm not, you know, it's, it's, you know, what about that extra brain space that you're preserving by doing this for yourself? Well, that, you know, you can use to think about, you know, next turn, and what your opponent's doing and stuff like that. And I found that, you know, you, that extra brain space, I'm, I'm using a, a big metaphor and it's kind of getting a little you know philosoph- philosophical um, and stuff like that. But using that extra brain space, I would like save it up towards until the end of the round when there were no more decisions to make until setting dials again. During that Mm -hmm. time, I used that time to uh, reflect what had happened during the turn. Like, just, I I wasn't really like, oh, I'm going to reflect. I was like, you know, oh, okay, what happened this turn? Um, Because I'd set a series of decisions in, I'd made decisions, you know, knowing that I made decisions, and I think what was really helpful is that knowing you're, in in keeping track of you making decisions, kind of keeps you accountable, right? You know, I made an active choice to do this. Um, if you know you made an active choice to do this Then, you know If you're aware that you're making act- active choices Every time you make a choice Then you're much more self-aware than uh, A lot of other players are And not only are you much more self-aware Than a lot of other players You're also, you know You're actively, it allows you to actively learn much better You know Because instead of this time like Oh, what did I do wrong you, Now you know what you did wrong You know it was that decision then in this situation that made me lose the game. That's why I lost. Another thing I learned is that uh you know during during that end of the turn, you know, reflection, that's the time when I think about, alright, what's happening next turn? What's what's my opponent doing? Uh it's also the time where um, you know, oops, I forgot where I was going with this. Uh it's it's also the same that's the same time where you start to it's I can't describe it but it was almost like weirdly enough it was almost like playing rebel beef I was in my mode and I had thought that you know getting in that mode before was about you know practicing getting the reps in Really, it's just about, you know, feeling comfortable and knowing that you're making decisions, right, to do stuff. Uh, And so making decisions, it it almost like being aware that you're making a decision changes your perspective on how you're playing. It It almost makes sure that you're making decisions that are, you know, if you make a bad decision, you it's your fault because you know that you actively made a decision. It's not you can't use that oh I forgot excuse anymore, right? Because you uh, where were you you were thinking of it. You said I'm making a decision to take a focus instead of an evade. I'm making a decision to turn right instead of left. I'm making a decision to turn in with my ace instead of bailing out when I should be it's it creates an environment which it's much easier to learn and hold yourself accountable to uh and i'm really glad that i learned that this week and and that's one of the things that i really like about the podcast uh eli is um we're not saying that we are masters at this game no we're we're absolutely not exactly we're not instead what's really cool is i feel like this podcast uh one of the reasons I wanted to do a podcast is, you know, I noticed that a lot of the other podcasters were doing well, and I was like there has to be a connection it's gotta be people with a podcast talk an hour, or about an hour every week, about X-Wing you know, talking an hour about X-Wing in depth every week, must help them do well in tournaments and, it's a lot slower of a process than I thought it would be it hasn't been just up and up right Eli? (coughs) And I think it's I think this is one of those moments where I'm realizing clearly that, you know, having a podcast that forces you to think about stuff like this and come up with theories and test stuff out with your head. I would not have done this if I did not have this podcast and, 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 you know, I would not have decided, oh, I'm going to do an experiment where I keep track of every decision I make in the game. I would not have done that without this podcast. This podcast, very much like the I'm actively making a decision sort of play style, keeps me accountable. It keeps me on my toes. It forces me to play X-Wing and think about it in depth. So yeah, that's my bit for this week. And uh, next week, we're going to have a very, very special episode uh, doing some very cool stuff uh, that we don't normally do. Uh, it's going to be on... It's going to be part two on keeping ourselves accountable and uh, the decision tree. Okay.
1: Uh, hopefully, I would have more things to say.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or, Eli, we have some time um, now. But- We've got about uh, five minutes. Um, and... Anything you want to say? Um.
1: All right, so... Um I Isaiah, so hang on, let me pull up the show notes. So how many decisions do you think we now okay. Yeah, how about uh, one question? Yeah. Um Yeah, so um how many decisions do you think each player makes in an X-Wing
0: game? That's an interesting question. I think, uh, being aware of a decision, uh, counts as making a decision. And so I think as long as you're aware of a decision that counts, that should count as making a decision. And so, uh, I think an X-Wing player who isn't like keeping track like I did, um, of, you know, Hey, I'm making a decision actively right now. Uh, I think they'll have an average of around 60 decisions per game. I think keeping track of this, staying in the moment, forces you to look at more decisions and just be like, okay, is this good? Is this bad? Yes, no, maybe so. Like It forces you to look at it more objectively uh, point of view. And it it puts you in this position where you yeah i think i think you make more decisions and better decisions if you're actively aware that you're making decisions i see okay all right so that was good uh and yeah yeah. all right so now i think it's time to move on to our segment called community questions eli are you ready Alright, so we didn't record last week, so we're gonna take the questions from last week and talk about them this week, as well as the questions from this week. We're gonna go through them really fast. Uh, okay, I'm gonna ask a question, you're gonna answer it. You ready, Eli? Ready. Predictions for upcoming AMG news. That is outdated, because it already happened. London predictions. Hyperspace list for LA. Uh, what's the best hyperspace list, Eli? Off the top of your head, go.
1: Uh, I would say, uh, four. Mining guilds and wait no no the no the uh, six mining guilds plus then uh, that seems pretty good
0: nice all right Marcel Manzano asks Honestly, I don't what's, know what's going on with Kylo space right uh, Marcel Monzano what's the best version of Anakin pilot in Republic
1: gotta be uh, Delta B Anakin Got well it. I don't know Anakin's in a tough place because um, it's pretty expensive. Adult- he's just expensive. And um, I, I don't know uh, how. I, I honestly don't know uh, how you could make uh, the Actus work. Nobody flies the Wild Wing Anakin however kid anakin how wait wait no kid anakin's easily the best uh just being able to create position role and mm-hmm. you know having access to atp it's it's real solid
0: right okay um the next question is uh why would you why did your mother recommend your podcast for you three two one answer um, I assume she loves me. All right. Uh, what's the best talent for Meryl Colbin? I know how I said I assume she loves me rather uh, than I know she loves me. <laughs> Next question. What's the best, ta- what's the better talent for Meryl Colbin? Uh, for those of you that don't know, I actually had this prepped. Uh, Meryl Colbin is a 32 point RZ2 A-Wing from the resistance uh, costs 32 points base and Intimidation is a 3 point upgrade while an enemy ship at range 0 defense it rolls 1 for your defense die Meryl Krubin is an uh, initiative 1 so that may be good for blocking and Heroic as we all know is de- while you defend a perform an attack um, sorry yes uh, if, the, if you only have blank results and have 2 or more results you may rule any number of your dice so would you rather have Heroic or uh, Intimidation on Meryl Copin the A-Wing
1: hang on I'm sorry Uh, what was the question Uh, what's better for Meryl
0: Copen an I1 RZ2 A-Wing intimidation or heroic I gotta go intimidation I think that's the right choice, too. Seeing as um, Meryl Corbin is an I-1, I think that's going to be our primary blocker, and having Intimidation on your primary blocker, which reduces your opponent's initiative value if they're touching Meryl Corbin, is... I think that's a really good value. I'm sorry if I mispronounced Meryl Corbin's name. Uh, Alright. Hyperspace meta-predictions. 3-7-B-Jedi plus what? Uh, can you fit 3-7-B-Jedi? 3, 7, 3, 7, 3-7-B-Jedi plus i i, I would know. i think my instinct eli is to go uh where you have actually been going a lot recently is uh put put a rick olay or a little annie in there would be really good
1: yeah yeah all that, right that sounds pretty good it depends on how many points you have though so yeah, yeah.
0: all yeah. right we're at 25 minutes so we're gonna try and finish this up real quick um next question how keyforge got the same announcement as am as uh how so i asked um what should we talk about anything related to the amg stream uh people said uh one question is how keyforge got the same announcement but zero spoilers um uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, i i am out of keyforge i have not been paying attention i have a deck from the first generation of it and i play with another friend who also has a deck from the first generation and we don't actually look at any of the new stuff and we don't do stuff at all with the new stuff we just play yes. first gen. it's kind of fun uh all right next question I think you should talk about being an inspiring filmmaker, and how, as a young person, it means a lot to get valued, get valuable forward, focused criticism and how it can empower you to do more and better and where and whereas how crippling it can be to receive outright negative critics frame, critics framed in a way that doesn't allow a path forward for no particular reason at all. Okay, Jeff, uh, I think <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay ah okay um uh next question uh why no i'm not gonna i don't want to talk about this on a i i'm thinking about starting a film podcast with my buddy max but i'll talk about it there if we do that uh okay um next question uh have uh, celebrated, can't spell the first word, have celebrated the announcement of new Kanan Jerry Scum Hawk290 with Alt, with Alt Modi Crow paint, uh, paint oh, t- or title. What pilot from the new releases do you want ha- do you want to, to do an author of next? Uh, I don't really know. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And that's our show, everybody. Uh, Eli, did you have fun today?
1: Uh, I did. Great. And by for some reason this Discord call is still running yet my computer screen is frozen and I oh. don't know why
0: I don't know why that is either uh, fine I'll just shut down yeah I don't know it's weird I'll just shut down my
1: computer okay and
0: uh, see what send, send prayers to Elijah's computer uh, but after, but uh, blah, 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 blah 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 that's this week's episode of the Worst Coast Children Next Wing Podcast uh, if you liked it go ahead and uh, you can follow us on Twitch uh, you can join the Facebook group where we'll stream the podcast every Friday at around 4:30 ish. Uh, you can join the Discord. Uh, you can tune in there as well. So many ways to tune in. Uh, and then you can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you like to get your podcasts. All right. Uh, you ready for the Hi Tom, Eli? Three, two, one. Hi, Tom. Hi. Isaiah here from the West Coast Children. This week's episode is sponsored by District Foundry. Go to etsycom shop foundry. or you can just look District Foundry up on etsy.com for all of your X-wing 3D-printed needs. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.